Emil, I always, my level is never good. As a person who listens to the podcast every week, you probably know this. <laughs> I don't it's want to a, say anything. It's a nod. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's gorgeous. It's just different. It's, it's our difference, you know? Goodness. Good and bad. Another, and the ex- <laughs> right, exactly. Very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's how we're different from one another. <laughs> you know, inherent uh, goodness. goodness. In microphone <laughs> quality. Goodness. Goodness is right. I think I'm going to turn up my gain just a little bit so I don't Hot. have to be right up on the microphone the whole time. Hot. I love Work. that. Work. And if we clip, and you know, goodness. Tommy will just deal with that. Tommy will. And Tommy is good at that. Tommy's actually really good. If, I mean, after dealing with drums audio. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> back this is we love that and i am kenya duncan i'm jerome walker and this week we've got longtime listener first time caller emil beckford on the pod and we're talking about his new and upcoming project so stick around stay tuned and order a vinyl dear Oh, hey. Um, I have to start with something that's happening in my own life. I'm sorry. I'm really seizing the reins. Word. Well, I guess, well, haven't even first, introduced we... everyone on. <laughs> haven't even. You said, give me the mic. Yeah, well, I'm just a mystery guest. I don't want people to know that I'm here. Wait. Okay. <laughs> You're a mystery guest. I just come I'll in like the... 23 minutes in. Yeah, great, exactly. Great, great. Surprise. If you're here for the guest, the surprise guest, whose name is in the title of the episode. Um, <laughs> You'll have to fast forward a little bit. I have to start by saying that it literally is snowing outside. (laughs) And that is abysmal. It's been snowing truly all day. On Instagram today, caption spring sprang sprung, and you have (laughs) snow. (laughs) I know. You were like spring sprang sprung, and I was like, I'd like to spring to spring in the first place. (laughs) Well, the tea is as gloomy here Mm. and terrible. This is not <laughs> relatable content for me. Oh, yeah, I'm I, Mexico queen. Well, now I'm back in California. California um, queen. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'll take California it. California queen bed. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want that. No. Where is the California queen bed? <laughs> Justice for the California queen. <laughs> oh, no. This is what we really need to discuss here today. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, you yeah. know... My heart goes out to you. Thank you. You in the snow. Thank you. Um, so yeah, enough of your uh, personal issues. Actually, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna return to kind of the reason for the season. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. And it's not the winter season because that's a different reason. It's it's the spring moment that we're in, and we have wow, we have an amazing guest today. Uh, welcome, Emil. Hi. How's hey, it going? Queen. <laughs> Um, Emil, we're so glad that you're here. I'm glad to be here. You know, I, I've told you all this, but I guess the listeners don't know. But, you know, <laughs> I've been a fan of the podcast since season one, back wow. in the fall of 2018. You wow. know, this is the only podcast that I consistently listen to. Sorry to all my friends with podcasts. Oh. Um, <laughs> and, you know, when... It was announced last summer that We Love That was returning. Mm. I gasped. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And I was just so happy. And now to be here is a dream come true. (laughs) Well, we do it for the people. You know what I mean? It really is an act of service, this podcast. (laughs) That's my love language. We are absolutely honored um, that you're here with us to talk about everything. Everything there is to talk about, really. Nothing's off limits. Wow. Full expose. What's the what do they say in (laughs) the Meghan Markle interview? Like, none of the questions have been discussed or cleared before (laughs) this recording. 
Everything's on the record. <laughs> Everything's on the record. Emil will be receiving <laughs> no payment for <laughs> this interview. <laughs> Some of that is true. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the joy of being with you all is payment in and of itself. Wow. Mm. Thank you. We'd hoped you'd say something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Emil, you have a record coming out, that, which is... Yeah. Well, not. It's funny. I use that little euphemism. You have a record coming out because not only are you releasing an album, but you also have records coming out. I do. <laughs> Isn't that wild? So, can you explain that? This is like the coolest thing in the world to me. Can you explain this idea of what is happening? Yeah. So, all of my songs, past, present, future, ooh, mm. Um, mm. are available pre-order at the link that's hopefully in the description, you know. <laughs> Tommy's taking care of that. Tommy's on that. Love you, He's Tommy. typing it right now. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Leastofall.com slash product slash Emil Beckford. Um, but basically, you choose one of my songs, and then on May 29th, me and my band uh, are going to go into least of all recording studios in Brooklyn, and we're going to do a live version of that song just for you. It's going to be pressed to vinyl and shipped to you. And basically the set list is like completely controlled by like who pre-orders things. So like if somebody's like, I want like to hear Breakdown and then three other people are like, I want to hear Breakdown, <laughs> then we're going to perform Breakdown four different times. And then you'll, everyone gets a different take. So like it's... You know, they call it like uh, it's a musical Polaroid because like you will have the only recording of that specific live experience. Um, wow. Which I think is really cool. <laughs> I love that. I, that's such a great idea. How did you come across that? How, who are these people? Who <laughs> does found this? me on Bandcamp. And that is that on Bandcamp. <laughs> Right now. Half of my gigs, and I've only had four, have come from Bandcamp. Come on, Bandcamp. All right. Yeah. That's super exciting. I have to say that I've never been a vinyl owner. I've never bought a vinyl. I was going to ask. Moment. Never. Yeah. Uh, just that's never been a part of my, my personal practice. But I've been like wrestling with the idea of recorded music and live music and why can't we have where are the bridges you know yeah. mm-hmm. and this is good i gonna have to go get myself a record player because Me too. <laughs> <laughs> amazing amazing i own one record no record player i own one record it is mixed company's first album from 1987 wow. um, i came into it a couple months ago <laughs> Because wow. the undergrads were getting rid of all of the stuff. Um, <laughs> so I snatched it up. Um, so there's that. I'm purchasing um, a record from myself from this uh, experience <laughs> I'm doing next month. Um, and maybe we'll go from there. Um, I will say mm-hmm. this. my One of my best friends has a record player. And she got... Leanne Havis's last album on vinyl. And oh, yeah. when I tell you I held it and cried. Yeah. Like there's there's something really visceral and wonderful about the physicality of it all. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And I'm excited. For Absolutely. That. I I own two records on vinyl. One of them is a little embarrassing. It's not crazy embarrassing, but it so one of them is Take Care by Drake. <laughs> Which is kind of like, why do I have Take Care on my <laughs> It's just, a good album, if, but... If it makes you feel better, I was going to say, I don't know what that is. Uh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or if, does that make you feel even more embarrassed, actually? Yeah. Like that. Um, that and um, Beyonce's self-titled. Oh, oh. yes. <laughs> yeah. Because How do you have a Drake course. record? I don't even... If I, I would never have guessed that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And no, I'll tell you what it was, is that my first year in college, a friend of mine had a record player. And whenever I would go over there, I'd be like, oh, well, you don't really have any black music and these records to play. Mm. 
So I was like, let me find some music that like I want to hear. So of course I did the Beyonce, of course. <laughs> and then I picked this Drake album um, that has like, I think there's, you know, I used to be a Drake stan a little bit, um, tiny bit, <laughs> less into his more recent work. But honestly, some of it still is like, you know, I don't know. There's something about Drake that's like he's very mainstream and so it, in some ways is kind of like bland. Um, but some of the music goes off. That's all I can say. Anyway, we don't have to talk about Drake. <laughs> Here I am waxing eloquent. <laughs> what are some songs on that record? Um, Take Care. I don't know title what track, Work. Um, with Rihanna. We love Rihanna. That song is good. One of their many, uh, one of their many collaborations. Um, Headlines was a big song. Um, other tracks, other music. tracks, also. You know the sounds. Um, music tracks with titles. Um, <laughs> we're loving the crew. We're loving the crew. Crew love. Uh, Marvin's room. Mm. Uh, make me proud with Nicki Minaj. Uh, Hell yeah, fucking right. Uh, the motto, you know, of famously where YOLO originated. What? <laughs> you know that song with Lil Wayne and Drake? Um, uh, yeah, you only live once. That's a motto, nigga. And we talk about Ed, Ed, Ed. No, we don't really play Ed, Ed. Do you know that song? Anybody say. <laughs> That's the lyrics of the song. What do you want me to say? I'm sorry. I'm really attacking you today. <laughs> um, so I am sorry for my ignorance and whatever feelings <laughs> that's it's expi- inspiring in you. Um, <laughs> I will just say that, you know, this is a product of when I was younger. I didn't listen to the radio. I work. like only listened to gospel music with like the only exceptions being like what was playing on the commercials on the Nickelodeon or on the Disney Channel (laughs) until much later. And then I was like, I don't want to listen to the radio. I want to listen to what I want to listen to. Yeah, remember the radio? No. I kind of miss it. There's something kind of quaint about like, (laughs) well, someone else is going to pick what I'm going to listen to. I hate that. I, it's just like, it's such a nice degree of freedom, I feel like. You have to like, I don't have to control this. I like, just get to experience it, you know. <laughs> I love that me for you. Getting into the radio. <laughs> what I actually wanted to ask about is, you were talking about what you were listening to growing up, and mm-hmm. the the gospel of it all. I'm wondering, what were you listening to while making this upcoming album? Um, mm. Which I'm, okay, I'm just so... I'm I'm very excited because you gave us a little sneak peek into it. You gave me oh, and Jerome yes. a little a little behind the curtain before oh, this yeah. uh, before mm-hmm. this meeting of the minds. Yes, and get excited, folks. That's all I have to say is get excited. Um, but yeah, yeah. what uh, what are the influences around the record? Yeah, I mean, uh, so I kind of put this on Instagram about a month ago, but like, or. Maybe it was in my newsletter. I don't know. I read a newsletter. Plug that. Put that. Oh yeah, sign up for the newsletter. In the script, I'd be reading the newsletter every week. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, basically, after songs about pickles came out, I was just like, ugh, I hate it. Um, let's start. <laughs> <laughs> let's start. Thinking about what other songs I have, what other stories I want to tell. Because Songs About Pickles was just like, let me get all of the love songs or love adjacent songs I've written onto a body of work so I don't have to deal with them anymore. Um, And had some sort of rough sketches. um, And then Corona happened. Mm, um, Heard of her. And right before my quarantine began, I found myself in an Uber um, from LaGuardia to New Haven and just being like there's a lot of isolation to come yeah and that's where it hit and from there I was like I have ideas of arcs you know 
And sure. this song doesn't fit the vibe, and this song doesn't fit the vibe, and this is a song that I need to write, and that's a song I need to revise. And, you cool. know, um, I have a playlist um, called Songs for 2021 that, you know, the link is also in the description. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm putting all of my links in your description today. <laughs> it's funny how, as it's the magic of podcasting that as soon as you say the link is in the description, there it is. It, 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 actually, it appears there. <laughs> um, the way I sort of like approach referencing is sort of like, I'm like, I listen to something. I mean, I guess that's how everyone approaches referencing. <laughs> it's like, I listen to something. I'm just like, I want to make a song like that. Um, so like, there are like songs that are like mixes of things, but then like become their own thing so i'll just sure. read off some things on this playlist Ooh, yes because um, yeah. this is a playlist that you make for every year right yes and yeah. i do carry over so like some of the songs i wrote on this album are like five years old so like some of these songs have been on multiple iterations of the playlist because i've just been sitting on them i take them off of the mm, playlist sure. once i release them um, ah, basically sure. and we'll carry things over from year to year um so here, here are some songs. Um, Dreams, Fleetwood Mac, uh, yes. When You're Ugly, Louis Cole, um, yes. Queen, yes. Janelle Monet, Eric Badu. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Lost in Japan, Sean Mendez. <laughs> yes. uh, Anna Sun, Walk the Moon. Um, yes, Walk the Moon. Do you ah, know we don't have to re- is falling apart? What can I say? But this house is falling apart. Gonna run, but we got hard. We're gonna rattle this ghost town. Oh my this god. This house yeah, is falling is apart. We're getting a full performance. <laughs> <laughs> Press it to vinyl, quick. <laughs> Lisa, where you at, sister? Um, Lisa. Come get this. Um, Back Pocket by Wolfpack. Um, it Don't Matter, Jacob Collier and JoJo. Um, wow, yeah. Essay by Charlie Bell, which is a song no one knows that's so good. Um, Ooh, excellent. Uh, Secret Compartment by Sargasso. Um, Come on, Sargasso. Ooh. Yes. To That by Masika. Really <laughs> oh, yes, we love Sargasso. <laughs> Sargasso is top five favorite bands for me. For sure. Work. Um, and maybe that's, you know, just the um, uh, uh, the nepotism of Thomas Hagen <laughs> helping me make this record. But <laughs> but I think it's wonderful. Well, we love nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> we stand nepotism, actually, we in this house. We stand nepotism in this house. <laughs> I have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I will say a few more and then I will put this away. Um <laughs> Tadao by Masigo and FKJ. Um, mm, Drift Away from Steven Universe, the movie. Um, Planets <laughs> from Blues Clues. Okay, work. Kenyon. <laughs> oh, that really hit Kenyon. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. I, I, I could go on a whole rant about Blues Clues. <laughs> I don't think I know Planets, but I definitely used to have... I had a... This is... The early aughts were a crazy time because I had an episode of Blue's Clues on a CD. Like I could listen to the episode of Blue's Clues and I would like before I went to bed every night. It's like what I would listen to to go to bed. Um, wow. And why was, why did, why? Why did they say, yes, this television show will put on this CD? It's like they hadn't figured out what the media was. <laughs> I mean... Uh... I mean, it works. <laughs> if it works, it works. It's it good. Really <laughs> like, wow. Blue's Clues was that show for me. Still is. <laughs> like, I mean, not the new wave. I'm not into the new wave, but like me and Steve go way back. Oh, yeah. When Steve went to college, I was gagged and gooped. <laughs> I was taken aback. Gooped and gagged. <laughs> yes. I can't, you know, go back to that episode without... Grying. Um, <laughs> Rafi Donatich, who was famously on the podcast, I was in uh, a vehicle with her a couple of years ago um, for reasons. And we were going to a place, to a gig. And for whatever reason, I started telling the story of Steve leaving 
I'm having an emotional breakdown. Rafi snaps out of what she's doing. And she's like, what did it, what just happened? What did I miss? Are you okay? Like, and I'm like, no, I'm not. Wow. That was, it was important content for me. Yeah. Oh, coming yeah. up, coming of age. Mm. Yeah. Um, Music that was, had no right to be as good as it was. Okay, well... I mean, honestly, in that lineage, coming-of-age music that has no right to be as good as it is, we have to talk about Steven Universe. Yes. Yes, we must. Because we are all Steven Universe queens. Yes. Um, And actually, I mean, we will talk more about the music after we talk about Steven Universe, but Emil, listening to this album was giving me Steven Universe meets Outkast. Ooh. That's what this album sounds like to me. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> My mind is blown because that's exactly I I'm right there. Yes. Yes. Like it's very fierce. <laughs> Yay. I mean that wasn't the goal, but like I'll take it. <laughs> so Noah wild. Silvestri, Luke Ellingson, if you're listening, my mixer, you know, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. <laughs> Um, Steven Universe. Yeah. How, how, when did you get into Steven Universe? Everyone should be watching. This is the part of the show where we just plug Steven Universe. Um, It's a very good show. It's very good. Plug. The summer after my first year of college. So this is 2016. Um, it was the beginning of season three. Um, found out about it through some friends. Um, and the way I get into shows typically is I will watch a bunch of clips on YouTube to see if it's worth my time, get into some major spoilers, <laughs> and then we'll go back and watch it. So, like, work. I mean, insert spoiler here. I mean, I, I knew Garnet was a fusion the whole time because I saw that on YouTube. <laughs> wow. Right at the beginning. And wow. I was still gagged. <laughs> still gagged. Um, I... This past year, like this past fall, was watching it with Noah. Mm-hmm. Um, he was watching it for the first time, and I was like watching it with him. And just seeing, like, part of what makes Steven Universe so amazing is these like reveals that are slowly, slowly, slowly built up for like, you know, years, <laughs> 50 episodes yeah. for over the course of years. And then finally, it's like, oh my God, that makes so much, this is crazy. Like, yeah. it, these blow your mind moments. Um, and so getting to see someone else experience that is incredibly fierce. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that I got into Steven Universe at the same time. I, um, like, was on Tumblr and people were like, yeah, this show is gay. And I was like, okay, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> well. And so, uh, yeah, seeing that, I was like, okay, well, I have to watch it. And, you know, the first two seasons are very, like, like SpongeBob-esque, like 11 minutes, not really about anything until you've watched, you know, 80 of those episodes and you're like, wait, there's a whole world that's been created. When did that happen? Um, not to mention the songs, the music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the good singing. I the mean, good singing. like Estelle sings all throughout Steven Universe. Literally, Estelle is a main voice actor. <laughs> Like, you can't even get that anywhere else. She's not releasing records. <laughs> you have to go to the source. <laughs> Estelle has released some records, actually. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, she's not She's not really really putting forth in these recent times, to my knowledge. The erasure. The erasure. Unless I'm really, unless I'm really missing I think, something. I think Estelle's last album came out in 2019. So I'm missing something. So actually, Fact checked me on that, actually. <laughs> Um, down below where all those links are, we'll have the real answer. <laughs> yes. Don't trust us. <laughs> yeah, Unreliable like, narrators. I just know that I have had trouble like trying to listen to Estelle's music after being so into Steven Universe. It's just so different. Mm. Um, yeah. And I like different things, but I'm like, no, you're Garnet, but also wait, no, you're you're Estelle. Like work. <laughs> Literally yeah. Estelle. Agreed. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I think the music walks this really great line of being like conversational, but talking about real things. Um, 
be feeling very like I made this in my bedroom, but also like the production is fly. And as it as it as the series evolves, so does the production of the songs, which oh, I think yeah. is like maybe it just happened like that, or maybe it was all architected just the way the show is. I don't really know, but I love it. <laughs> Rebecca um, Sugar. <laughs> Rebecca Sugar. Blowing my mind. Really. Absolutely royalty. Yeah, it's funny you say that because like that is a lot of how I feel about my music. Mm. So work. I'm curious. What was? Well, yeah. What is the process? You said you had t- songs on here for that you'd written or started writing, you know, years ago, and I'm sure you know much more recent things. Um, how did how did stuff come together? Sure. I mean, uh, I mean, it's a whole range of things. So like. Never Awake and Learn, which are, like, near the beginning of the record. Those are songs that are from my first year of college where it was just kind of like, I am with my friends and I'm listening to these songs and I'm, like, I'm feeling inspired to, like, write things. And Mm -hmm. that was before I could do music production and stuff. So, like, back in those days, I would just whip out GarageBand and have like a two hour acapella architectural moment. Oh wow, yeah. Um, and you know, it happened. I stopped doing that after sophomore year um, and figured out, you know, Hey, maybe I should get logic and use <laughs> keyboards, but you know, that came in time. Um, I didn't revise my music for a very long time. I didn't get into that until like junior year. Okay. Um, uh, so revision was huge, but like, why do we suck? For example, like Sophia and I were in a songwriting class at the time, and we got paired up to write a song about something. I don't, I don't even know what the topic was, but we came up with <laughs> "Why Do We Suck" um, after just like passing ideas back and forth, and like it was really like the question song at the time. So we were Mm. just like coming up with questions. Like we have a Google doc somewhere of questions (laughs) and like, we're like, what are questions that rhyme? (laughs) You know, (laughs) we put them together into a song. Um, Three years later, you know, having a vision being like, okay, here in the arc of this story, I want to say something about like, self-acceptance and, you know, that sort of thing. So I called up Sophia and I was like, we have to revise this song again and, like, actually make it work this time because I need it um, to tell this story. Um, And I mean, it worked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I can't believe that I... We were not actively recording episodes of the podcast in the, the week after it came out, but I was listening to it nonstop. I cannot stop listening to Why Do We Suck. I feel like it does this so well. It does the thing so well that is hard to do well. Like, it is easy for a song that is meant to be, like, encouraging to feel really cheesy. Like, it, mm-hmm. I don't know that I would listen to an encouraging song, like, just in my cycle. Like, I... Mm-hmm. I sure. It feels like it needs like a really specific context to not be, you know, too saccharine or whatever. But this does that perfectly. Like, and it was a week that I was to say I needed the encouragement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it has been the thing to touch back to to be like, maybe I like maybe I should give myself a break. Like I say that to myself all the time because it is a lyric in a song, um, and that's amazing. So like, wow, thank you for that. I love that for you. Um, and thank you for your, uh, everybody now. <laughs> oh, and yes, let it be known. The girl is on the song. She is booked and busy. Her vocals are not just included, but prominently featured. Yes. <laughs> everybody now. Everybody now. Please that really took me by surprise. Music teacher. <laughs> you were asking me about how I write songs. I don't know. Like, I... <laughs> I should be a journaler, but I don't. I journal sometimes, or like, and usually, like, when I journal, it's not about things that become songs. So, like, okay. it's really just kind of like inspiration, and like, I write things in the shower. I write my best stuff in the shower, I think. Mm. And I don't know what it is about that. Maybe it's like, 
the heat just like mm. <laughs> seeping through my head and being like, yeah. work, brain work. <laughs> you know, um, maybe it's because I feel safe. I don't know. But, yeah. Yeah. I really feel that shower time, especially over the past year, has become like deeply sacred for me. It's mm. like this is where I this is where I really go to to be with myself and my thoughts. Um, Work. It's cool to hear that that's a place where you you know you get inspired. Um, how does that how does that translate? Like when you okay you have an idea you know you have something. And you're writing it, you get in, in logic, and it sounds like you're, you're going. When do you know, it's like, okay, well, it's time for me to bring in some collaborators. Because there are really collaborateurs all over this thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that is something that this album is all about. And, like, contrasting from my last EP. Because Songs About Pickles was very, like... I spent hours and hours and hours in Steckle and in Morse and Silliman recording studios being like, I'm going to do everything that I can on this myself. Um, yeah. And the only thing I bring in people for, are like, there was one song that was a co-write and then like I had a guitar here, a saxophone here, sure. a small choir at the end. Um, you know, just a small choir. <laughs> casually. It was a casual six-person choir. Mm-hmm. Um, Sextet. Yes. Um, shout out. Shout out to that choir. Like, <laughs> I can't shout out everybody in the Why Do We Suck choir because it's too many people. Like, that's a 30 person choir. Um, oh, we're expanding. Yeah. But um, who is that? Sophia, Sid, James, Nathan, DW, um, Josh. Love those people. Um, Icons, one and all. Yeah. Um, when do I know when it's time to bring in collaborators? I mean, sometimes it's when I get stuck. Um, sometimes it's like another gospel song, for example, felt like yeah. so much out of me in sort of the writing, especially at the end where Ro Godwin is featured. Um, it's just kind of like, I was like, I kind of, I need someone else. Or I would, it it would really serve the song to have someone else do this or sing this, or like there's something specific that I'm hearing that I can't do, or like trying to accept this time around. Like sometimes I'm wrong, and sometimes people have better ideas than I do. So, like, let's bring in someone with this. Um, I think like last summer, like after Black Lives and Breakdown came out, I was like, music production isn't my. This isn't what makes me happy. Like, mm. I like mm. the the writing. I love the singing, you know. But all this production and mixing and mastering is not my it's not my cup of tea. Um, I can do it. I don't like to. Um, and then people were gracious enough to step in and start throwing ideas at the wall with me. Um, yeah. So how lucky that the things that we don't love to do, there are people who love to do them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly. And then your stuff will sound better for it, hopefully. You know? Yes. Um <laughs> I think that uh breakdown and black lives are great examples. And this gets back to what Kenyon was asking about. Like, and it, it is so interesting to hear you say that Songs About Pickles was like, okay, I want to get all the love songs out of the way so that when I put the next project together, it is not about love songs. That is the thing that like, surprisingly enough, as a, uh, as being a part of an acapella group was the first time that I was like, all these songs are like love songs. Like, Mm. when are we going to put something in the set that like, like, can we have something that is about something else? Can we have a song that like, is not about love? And I love love. We love love. (laughs) But like, there is so much else in the world to think about, to express. Um, And I think that, and and I just think that because we're so used to songs being about, either being about like love or like party time, Mm -hmm. that it is to find another place to write a song. I just feel like there aren't a lot of uh, examples of it. Um, And so with the, Breakdown on Black Lives, I felt like that was a great moment of... Obviously, those songs are great examples of taking a moment and really condensing it into something. 
um, in a way that I don't hear contemporarily very often. Um, what does that, do you feel like you're, you're coming against the same thing of like, how do I write a thing that isn't about love? Like, is that something you're specifically seeking out? Some, most of the time I'm just like, how do I write a thing? Honestly. Sure. But like, I think those songs are interesting because I was not trying to start a new era this soon. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> like I was not trying to enter a new album cycle this soon. Yeah. Like, you know, Songs About Pickles came out October 2019. That was yeah. like a year and a half ago. Um, it truly was not that long ago. Um, but you know, they always say it's an artist's duty to reflect the times. And you know, hallelujah, hallelujah. They are <laughs> changing. They are changing. Yes, and pretty fast out there. Honestly. Yeah. Um, too fast. Well, honestly, not fast enough. Um, well, but both. Like, <laughs> we can have it all. We can have it all. We can have it all. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. This probably isn't going to answer your question, but I'm going to say things anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. But those songs, I think that was one of those, again, moments of inspiration where it was just like I was feeling so much and I just needed to get it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Breakdown, I kind of had started writing a little bit before and was one of those songs where I like did a little exercise of like, okay, this song is about something that is deeply personal to me, but what happens when I try to like expand the lens outward and reflect the world a little bit more? Um, sure. And then Black Lives is you know, the anthem. So, like, I... Once the time came, I think it was just, like, I need to do this. I need this to be out now. And from recording to release, it was a week. Wow. Um, Which is the power of independent music releasing. Um, Yeah. Okay, work. But, yeah, I mean... You know, I love love. I think <laughs> I tend to get a little bitter, get a little jealous, which is like not good. But you know, we're working on it. Um, Real feelings. Real and, feelings. And so, like half the times, I'm like, I don't want to listen to love songs. I mean, sometimes yeah. I do. Sometimes some of these songs slap. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but like, I think. That is a challenge for me um, to, like, try to write music that I would want to listen to. Um, And a lot of that ends up being not songs about love, but about the other things I'm experiencing. Um, But then sometimes you get a whole songs about Pickles EP because that's (laughs) also what I'm feeling and I need to get it out. So, right. um, Yeah. I mean, it's not like there's... no songs that discuss love at all on this album, you know, love hurt, for example, um, love hurt. That's a fun song. That's a song. (laughs) That's a two minute song with seven writers. Um, talk about collaboration. Um, (laughs) yeah, I was just like, I'm at the point in this record where I'm thinking about what does ideal love mean, and yeah. it was early in the pandemic, and I was like, I want to be thinking about this with people. So I threw some feelers out and was able to get seven people on a Zoom call uh, and had some ideas, some exchange, some back and forth. Someone played some chords, and I was like, there it is. I'm running. Um, mm. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like there are compelling ways to explore the topic of love and love, which has so many facets as well, you know, from interesting and new angles. It's not always, it doesn't always have to be you're my baby. Yeah. I was going to say that, you know, to say that this album is not about love is not right. Yeah. And it is not a, you know, romantic love, love song album, but like so much of it is about love and is about care and is about like, loving ourselves and loving each other yeah. um, in ways that just are so 
Yeah, just again, like so great to hear. And this last week on the podcast, we did an episode about hair and how wonderful to like have a love song about hair, <laughs> like a love song to your hair yeah. on this album. That's amazing. That is the song that I will be pre-ordering on vinyl. Yeah, Let me just yeah, say yeah. that. Oh my god. Um, Let me tell the band we've got to learn fixing. <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> Yeah. That's great. I I love that. That feels so. Uh, it just feels so real. It feels so like it again in ways that like yes the I you are my love. I love you. Like mm. that's real. That's yeah real. But like I do my hair every day. Right. Like that is a thing that feels <laughs> ultimately real to me. I mean, what is more loving and more care than? Dealing with black hair, <laughs> you know. T, absolutely, absolutely that. Yeah, I, I think that like the expansive way that you end up dealing with love on this record is really cool and also very timely, right? Like as you're talking about responding to uh, responding to these times, responding to the environment of the past year. Um, it's like the like monogamous "I love you, baby" love is like. We don't, I don't need to be talking more about that personally, but I, and I love yeah. how you take, you know, love and make it public and like, you know, the justice of love and you take love and you make it tender and, and you know, the personal part of love. Um, mm. And it feels really vulnerable to, to just, to do. And as you're getting ready to like really share this thing, like how, how are you feeling about that? Right, that's I'm a huge question. <laughs> I'm stealing that, uh, those words. Um, but how am I feeling about it? I mean, I'm nervous. Like, I think I'm over, for the most part, the nerves of what if nobody likes it? Um, because sure. people like Why Do We Suck? So there's one down. Um, <laughs> I think I'm nervous because it is so vulnerable. Like, in the sense of like, I'm putting everything out and also like trying to fight the urge to just drop it and run away. Like mm -hmm. need to keep like saying things about it and understand that like I can be proud of it because it's a lot of hard work and like really is every facet of me, the blackness, the queerness, the faith, like it's everything. And also like, I'm not going to have anything else for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so like really just being like there it is <laughs> yeah um because like i like i don't i know that we live in like a single culture mm -hmm. but like i i love albums i love arced storytelling and like i hope that it's kind of apparent where the arc of this record is going and will be in the listening um yeah, telling stories that are, like, real, but also, like, like you're having a conversation. Like, I was telling Sophia a couple months ago, but just, like, like, you know, you are really great at words, and I love that. That is not me, and that's not how I approach writing. Like, I feel like if, more than anything, I'm a truth teller. Like, I just tell you sure. tell you what it is. I do a lot of direct address in my writing. Mm, <laughs> um, yeah. Mm. And, yeah, I just want to speak to people. And then, uh, you know, I'll have an album. And it's like, you think of, like, great albums. Like, when that thing early in quarantine when Bill Clinton was sitting on the floor holding, like, four records was going <laughs> <Right>. around. <laughs> yeah. I made, like, three of those. Because, like, <laughs> you think of albums, like... Thriller, uh, Delivery by Michaela Davis, Dirty Computer, uh, mm, like, yeah. uh, what are other songs? Back to Black, God. Yeah. Um, Choose Your Weapon, Hiatus Coyote, like, as, like, these are things that, like, as a whole are just, like, so wonderful and, and important. And I just, like, yeah. I want one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna have one. Yeah. I think you have one. I think you have one on your hands. I mean, um, in the sense of, like, not, like, a hit. Like, that's not the goal. <laughs> like, in the sense of, like, I made a body of work. 
And I'm yeah. really proud of it. Mm-hmm. A thing that tells a story from front to back. I think absolutely. I think absolutely. Um, Kenyon, did you do one of those Bill Clinton things? I did. Do you remember what was on your... I'm trying to remember um, what was on mine. I, I have them in my photos. I'll pull mine up. <laughs> mine were... Um, Born This Way. Mm. Uh, Beyonce self-titled, which famously I have on vinyl. Um, uh, Sia, 1,000 Forms of Fear, though famously we've talked about... Ooh, Miss Sia. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, Sia, you know what I mean? Um <laughs> And the Sound of Music soundtrack. <laughs> wow, wow, absolutely. Work. <laughs> oh, here we are. Okay, this took me so long. <laughs> Work, what you got? Um, here we are, here we are. Um, absolutely. Are. Wow. <laughs> well, of course, um, Moonchild's most recent album is on there because I am myself, actually. Uh-huh. Um, Predictable. Life by Knower. Um, oh, you're a Knower queen. Ugh, absolutely. Um, Emily's D plus Evolution. Ugh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Esperanza. That's and she's coming up. out with a new thing. Whoa. Um, I know. She's really cooking it up on Instagram. That's exciting. Yes. Um, and then all in all, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm. Work. Yeah. Wow. Those music. Are, those are incredible records. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe sound? I can. Okay. <laughs> Continuing. Um... Like I said, I made three of them. Um, I'll tell you what the topics are, and you can each choose one. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. Okay, so we've got songs of the moment, or albums of the mm-hmm. moment, or so like from last April. We've got the foundational albums of my music okay. taste, um, and so- albums from my first year of college that changed the way I listened to music. Ooh. <laughs> So there's no option where we get to hear all three. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> Picky poison. I I wanna I kind of wanna hear foundational just because that's it's yeah. foundational. It's fundamental. Ben is gonna pick foundational and I'm gonna pick of the moment. That's kind of our that's our vibe. <laughs> okay. And I wanted to change one, so I'll say those. <laughs> okay, great. And together we're everything. Okay. Um, some of these are predictable. I've shouted these out already, but the foundational albums, Thriller, um, mm-hmm. A Night at the Opera by Queen, mm-hmm. um, Thankful by Mary Mary, um, yes. and Bold Right Life by Kira Sheard. Wow. Good work. I Kira won't hold back. Sing. Whoever silent is whack. I got to praise. Live. <laughs> Come on. I'm here for that. I scream loud. <laughs> work <laughs> you know I mean what, what good is being in a quarantine if you don't practice your riffs well I hope some good because I haven't been practicing my riffs <laughs> you know the <laughs> operative word is practicing <laughs> well okay albums of the there. moment um, delivery by Michaela Davis um, which I said before Ooh. new mm-hmm. America part one by Erica Badu mm-hmm. um, dirty computer by Janelle Monet. Um, and The Switch by Emily King. Wow. Oh, come on, Emily King. Just Emily King, more like Emily Queen. The Switch. Turn it on. Yeah, love Emily King. Uh, yeah. Got to sure. see her with Sarah Bareilles at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sophia. Are you kidding me? Sophia was like, I'm going to see Sarah Bareilles. And somehow convinced me to go along. I'm not a Cerebrella stan, but like I, oh, I was I was wrong. <laughs> yes, I mean Cerebrella is like she is that girl. Yeah, especially for you, you live, you really do. Yeah, she's her. my girl. Yeah, by the Temptations. Girl, Thank you. <laughs> what is the song about? I don't know. <laughs> I think love song is great. <laughs> Love song is on. I have a playlist called "One of Each" in parentheses emotional bops, um, and these are songs that like I want to hear when I'm emotional. And work the one of each is just like one of each artist, and like I can't skip. I always put it on shuffle for the most part. Um, so like, if a song comes on and I want to skip it, then we got to replace it. 
and kind of replace the song. And you know, whenever love song hits, you know, love song hits. <laughs> never, it hits, never it skips. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, and now songs from your first year in college that changed the way you listen to music. The paradigm shifters. Choose Your Weapon by Hades Coyote. Uh, Back to Black by Amy Winehouse. Blood by Leanne Le Havis. Uh, yeah. And Lemonade by Beyonce. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> Correct. I mean, honestly... 10 out of 10 from the judges. <laughs> like... Another album that I would throw in there that is not from my first year that also changed the game, uh, A Seat at the Table. Slash. Oh, yeah. But that was sophomore year. Slash wow. did that. Talk about visionary. Yeah. I don't know what's in the water at the Knowles household. <laughs> mm. um, okay, so Emil, you've, you, have a, you have an album that is unmixed. So Thanks. what is well, you know, looking <laughs> into the future, hopefully is being mastered right now. <laughs> Work. Well, Amazing. I'm gonna what are you what are you thinking as you're going into mixing it, as you're working in the process of mixing and moving toward finalizing it? Yeah, I mean uh, I'm not an instrument queen, I'm not a music theory queen, I'm a feeling queen. So like yeah. making sure that it feels right. I will come back to say I'm a pitch accurate queen. <laughs> so like <laughs> pitch accuracy is very important to me. <laughs> so like making sure that I'm singing the right notes. <laughs> sure. Very importantly. Um, <laughs> and like making something that like is exploring all of these like big feelings and you know different oh god different aspects of love yeah. in a way that feels like, hey, I made this in my bedroom or like I made this mm. in a series of bedrooms. Like mm -hmm. I want it to feel still like, like I'm not going for like hyper-produced pop. Yeah. It's sure. not me. Um, so like making sure that it feels like me because in a lot of ways it is. And that's hard when you're collaborating <laughs> with people, <laughs> but I wouldn't give it up. It's made yeah. it's made an album about isolation really become a community project. Wow. I mean that I just love that. I love it when the process <laughs> really reflects what it what it, what you're really talking about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like to set out writing songs about like you just said isolation and then to have created community as a way to fulfill that storytelling need. Like what like I mean, you've, you've already done it. Do like, it. you already did it. Like, you are, like, <laughs> yeah. there it is. The music is in, is in the connection, Sunny. Yeah. Yeah, wow. That one's really special. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> I hope people hear it. <laughs> yeah. You're, so when is it, is the date, is it an official date? <sighs> the, <laughs> the date is May 14th. Now, if everything lines up, Sophia and I were talking about this this morning, like, you know, these streaming services are out here, like, it takes us, like, right. one to two days, two to five days a week to process an album. You know, I submit it. It will be submitted probably about two weeks before <laughs> it comes <laughs> out. And, you know, we just cross our fingers and hope for the best. And Yeah, we do. I will promise you this. I will give you... An Emmy guarantee. Um, <laughs> these songs will be listenable in full on May 14th, whether it's on your favorite streaming service is up in the air. Um, but I will Work. release them myself like I do. Work. Fabulous. Yeah, I remember when we... Um, <laughs> when we released uh, the Duke's album, Swamp, Wait, no, Golden Hour. Sorry. Swamp is correct. <laughs> but yes, Swamp is the actual title. Swamp is the title. Uh, we were like, oh yeah, it's coming out on this day. Uh, August 4th, August 4th, August 4th. <laughs> and then we were like, we sure hope it comes out that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did it? No one's told us that that's when it's going to come out. And then like, 
it did kind like it came out variously throughout the day. <laughs> right. Right. I remember that. I was in an it airport. It was like variously available. <laughs> I was in an airport only able to listen to some of the songs. This was 2018. No. No. Yeah. 17. 17. Oh, no. No. What 17. am I thinking of? Duke's album was 17. 17. 17. Okay. I remember being in an airport <laughs> trying to download <laughs> on the run. And, you know, it was... Where was I going? <laughs> where where are any of us going? Remember traveling, girl? Where do you think you're going? Um, <laughs> I remember looking at, like, the album wouldn't come up, but then, like, if you looked up the artist name, then some of the songs, were, it was a whole thing. Anyway, I hope that they release your music when you want them to, <laughs> considering it is your music. <laughs> I will say that I think the only... Things that I've released that like came out when I wanted them to. Songs about pickles, and not even really because like it came out months after I wanted it to because of me. Um, just taking so long to finish it. Uh, mm-hmm. So really, on- only why do we suck? And it's like okay, one of one. Amazing. Okay, we're evolving. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like focus on the love, prove me wrong, filter, black lives and breakdown. No, <laughs> that's what happens when you don't plan. <laughs> I'm trying to plan things now. <laughs> she's, she's a planner now. <laughs> she's a planner. Wow. Wow. Yeah, this album really went from being like, I'm going to release this in 2021, August, May 14th. <laughs> and it happened Word. very quickly. <laughs> through a, like in about That's a week amazing. through a series I've of conversations. I've never heard of a, of a timeline being moved up. I like yeah. That's have, not typically that's, our go. <laughs> it's never been my experience. It's always been like, actually, give me another year to finish that one, please. Thanks. I mean, it might be a little too hasty, but <laughs> you know, I only work under pressure. Sure, and it will be well, tasty. As you, <laughs> as you think hypothetically into the future, if you could is this a exactly? Uh, is this a process that you would like to? recreate like a, do you think that giving yourself the the quick turnaround is like a good thing or like feels like a good thing or do you think would you rather mm. would you like to try something where you like really plan out everything in advance i don't think planning out everything in advance honestly like i think i can do some planning in advance yeah. And I think that that's useful and helpful. But sometimes you hear Sour Flower by Leanne Lahavis at <laughs> while you're in the middle of a depressive episode, it brings you out and you're like, I've got to write happy and put it at the end right. of the record. So like work, you know, <laughs> that is the best backstory I have ever heard. <laughs> Look, amen to that. <laughs> Truly. That's good. Um, yeah, I, I feel like whenever I try to plan things, the universe, God always has other ideas. And, See? you know, you just gotta hold on and like, <laughs> go on a little, <laughs> little ride. Go on for the ride. Yeah. Yes. She's just like the wheel. <laughs> wow. wow. Um, yeah. um, do we have any binaries out there today? I have one. And Bring this it is on. A very niche binary. <laughs> Ruby or Sapphire? Oh, I mean, we've we've always been a big fan of Steven Universe oriented binaries here on this show. Um, <laughs> Ruby on Ruby or Sapphire? I think I have to say Ruby. Mm. I have for me. I have to say Ruby. She's a cowboy. I know you do. I know you do, Jerome. I am a cowboy. I mean, uh, Ruby, Ruby just loves Sapphire. You know what I mean? And that really gets me because Ruby really loves Sapphire. That's crazy. (laughs) She's an eternal flame, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's absolutely Sapphire for me. Mm. Work. And Emile is Garnet. I am a... Yes, work. <laughs> Amazing. Work. What's your, Emil, what's your favorite Steven Universe song? Mm, I mean, it changes. Yeah. I will throw out a couple. 
that I'm thinking of off the top of my head right now. Love like you. Love, love like you. Yeah. Um, I mean, love like it you. really does that. <laughs> love like you is on my worship playlist. That's mm, how much I love love like you. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, uh, love like you. Peace and war on the planet Earth. It's a great one. Uh-huh. Life and death and love and birth and peace and war on the planet Earth. Uh-huh. Um, let me drive my van into your heart has snuck its way up on me. <laughs> <laughs> good. Very good. Um, um, Tower of Mistakes. Ooh. Which one is that? Amethyst. Uh, season two, Sardonic's Work. arc. Um, yes. Uh, hmm I use you to make me feel strong, but I don't care about that now. I see a tower built out of my mistakes and it all comes crashing down. Is there something I can do? Is there something I can do? Is there something I can do? Can I make it up to you? Mm. Um, it's just really... That's good. God. Um, there's one more. I've got one more. Um, I just had it. I can't remember what it was, but it was good. I mean, um, they're all good. It's the secret. It's actually that they're all brilliant. I mean, I love a giant woman. Ugh. <laughs> all I want to do is to see you turn into a giant woman. A giant, giant woman. Yeah, I love giant woman. Um, and uh, from the movie, come live with us in the palace. <laughs> There's a room waiting, There's a room waiting for, for you. you. I mean, Christine Eversole, Patty LeBron, like... <laughs> And Lisa How Hannigan, don't sleep on Lisa Hannigan. And Lisa Hannigan. So, Mama, that's the tea. Work. Wow. Go on, go on, go on. Come on. <laughs> the vocals for me really take it above and beyond. Um, yeah. But speaking of vocals, um, it's over. Isn't it? Oh, Pearl? my God. Oh that Pearl God. sings? Yeah. It's Pearl over, really does Isn't that. it? And she's Have serving, all- like... Oh my gosh. That and then of, of course um here comes a thought. Here mm. comes a thought. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> um so I hope you all uh listening go out and watch Steven Universe uh, because Absolutely. that's really what we're here to talk about actually today. <laughs> it's all on HBO Max. Um, um is Future on only... HBO Max? Yeah, Future is too. Work. Um and the movie. It's only about, you know, a hundred hours of content. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good content most of the time. But it's good content. Truly. Um, and come May 14th, well, you all know what you're going to be listening to. We need the al- we need the audience to buy the album. <laughs> yes, buy the album on my band camp, please. And the vinyl, honey. Yeah. I'm. Oof. Will we make a vinyl of the actual record? That's a question for the future. <laughs> if you wanted to, you could buy a vinyl of each track that would be expensive but (laughs) if you have 275 dollars to spare (laughs) and you want live versions of every song (laughs) on songs about isolation pre-order link is in the description (laughs) (laughs) yeah now i'm like i think you're gonna be in that recording studio for a really long time i hope so like (laughs) work like for like Hours upon hours doing so many versions, hopefully, of your music, which is gorgeous. Yeah. Kenyon, when I tell you the like the last time Sophia Mohit and I played together was we were opening for Sagasso at Cafe Nine on January 29th of last year. And it was wonderful. Wow. It was excellent. It was beautiful. It was one of the best nights of my life. Um, and I never thought we were gonna play together again. So like to come together a year and four months to the day of the last time we played wow. together to like be, you know, playing these new songs in like a cool way. Like, ah, uh, I'm over the boat. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Emil, what a joy it has been to have you on the podcast at last. Yes. I hope that some of that was usable. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> We love that you love, we love that. This podcast is brought to you by Jerome, that's me, and Kenyon, that's him. With music by Sophia Campomore and art by Griffin Keller. Drop us a line at welovethatpodcast at gmail.com. 
Bye. Wow. The hills are alive. (laughs) The hills are alive, mother. (laughs) Call me mother. Hello, Ruth. Julie Andrews. (laughs) (laughs) Guess who's back in the house? You click clacking about. Fine. (laughs) How to a level is divine so heavily, gentlemen's women's dance across the world. (laughs) Party like, wow. Party like, wow. about to end this drought. It is so plentiful. Fishy queen Jezebel should be criminal. Don't make sense for a bitch to be this <laughs> <good> now. <laughs> I'm falling apart. <laughs>